0: Hi, this is Jay Ossing from Twin Peaks The Return. You're listening to Inspirato
1: Projecto. I mean, I think about things like that, and it's like you're recording that. It, it's like this random person of one of the person, people that stay in 206. Yeah. Out here, But they're talking about some of the most extreme, like, and people, you know, neighbors are like, what? Exactly. That's incredible. I think about that. That's my incredible. Mind working with shit well, right you know, now. it's
2: so neat how this is so set up here because I, I frequently really think, like, how cool this this would be great setting. Like, yeah. if you did a movie where, could you imagine, especially in this day and age with the drones, yeah. and you could just be like, you know, and what's going on in there, and then they go into there, and there's a scene that happens, and, it, and then it comes out of the window and it goes, and then into the next thing, and then you've got this whole, you know, and then maybe someone's barbecuing something down there, and there's a little get together in there, you know? So, cool. Um, so yeah, anyway, I, I just love to interview interesting people, you know. I think everybody's interesting. Like, I think every single person has a story, stories, and um, a lot of times they're just not asked about them, you know, they're just not asked about these crazy stories that happen to them, or their passions, or their talents, or or they think that some um, some dream is just only that. It's some, like, thing that's just molecules that are like, oh, like, that'll ever happen. And um, I just like to find out from people what those particular things are, mm. and, you know, kind of get them, a lot of times I'll interview Uber drivers, and ask them, like, what kind of stuff they like to do outside of driving the car, because a lot of times these guys feel like they're stuck in the hamster wheel, oh, and you start getting them thinking about what they love doing, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, well, also, I sing, or, oh, also, I'm a screenwriter, and then, and I like to go down the, those rabbit holes, and just to kind of get them out of that idea of, like, being stuck in this kind of, in this kind of thing, you know, that there's those mm-hmm. possibilities of their... I guess parallel versions of themselves, kind of yeah. <laughs> allowing those to manifest and whatnot. Um, so, um, so you, so you and I had talked, and you were telling me that you, you like Star Wars. I know that. I know you like to dance. On that Instagram, holy moly! I was like I can't tell you how many times I rewatched it because it was like it was this mesmerizing one, one shot thing. I mean, how long did you? Rehearse for that whole thing.
0: Two hours probably. Maybe, you, know.
2: you rehearsed only two hours?
0: Yeah, and here in the living room.
2: <laughs> two hours you rehearsed and that whole that whole thing evolved. Yeah. God, that's it's, crazy.
0: Yeah. And then the other one, the hip hop one, it took us two days just to choreograph. And then it just took like another day of like cleaning. And then I think it took us I wanna say two and a half hours to shoot because of the rain and everything. And just, like, we want to get, like, different shots and angles and all that stuff. But, yeah, I work fast. I don't like, I don't like to dibble down. I'm like, all right, let's, let's get this going. Let's, let's cut it. Let's shoot it. Let's do this, so. But
2: that camera work, who, who was, was it a drone that was following you? What, what was that? Was for the that, hip-hop
0: one? Or for the. Well, you're, like, in the street. Oh, yeah, for the hip-hop one. The underground one in LA, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, that one, it, we did one drone shot. Um, but other than that, it's all, like, a handheld camera that we end up liking better just because of the view that we liked and everything. But it was a friend of mine. It was, was very, very smooth. Cam- oh yeah. Very, very smooth. And I, I forget what camera it was, but the other one that I just recently posted, that was on an iPhone. So that was I don't pretty cool too. One that was the one I just posted. So today.
2: that took two hours to rehearse?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: I mean, um, if you spend, let's say, imagine you, you spend one weekend coming up with series of two hours, you know, of, of I mean, th- those videos just in themselves are awesome to watch, and if, mm-hmm. I mean, just, like, having a whole cavalcade of those to be able to release out there to the world, I mean, that, they're inspiring, yeah. so whatever you're doing, keep, keep doing that, I'm it's working awesome. on it, I'm,
0: like, bringing in more people, they're like, oh, yeah, like, I always want to do it, but I'm, like, a lot of people, it's just fear that's stopping them, because they feel like they're not good enough, or they just don't have, like the people to do it with, and yeah. I'm like, well, I have the people, and I believe in you, you believe me, so, like, there's nothing that's really could physically stop you, You're just kind of stopping yourself, and that's what happened with my first video, he's like, I'm kind of down, because he didn't even want to do, like, a professional, like, kind of cameraman, and had a professional editing with it, he just kind of wanted to just film it on an iPhone, I was like, why do less when you could do more, like, always do more if you can, like, we have the resources to do it, we have the talent, I believe, So, why not?
2: So, so. you already had resources of people who could edit and and do camera work and everything? Yeah,
0: yeah. I had a couple people in mind, but for that video in particular, it was more of like a time crunch. Like, I had to release it, like, within a week with that one
2: was that like an assignment for school or something
0: no it was a uh, the artist that we're dancing to she was looking for dancers so she was hey like to pick any song for my album it was basically like an audition like online so i wanted to do it sooner than later because i wanted to be one of the first people in la to release their video so i was like we're just gonna shoot it we're gonna film it edit it that's it and even with the guy who's editing i was like i'm sorry like i know you're probably very like Passionate about your work, but I need this done in two days. <laughs> so, like, give me just whip it out in two days, like, I'll be happy with whatever, but make sure it's like really clean. And he did it. So, the first, he actually showed me the first day he finished, and I was like, hey, you need to take like another day, even a day and a half. But he, I gave him another day, and it was it was good for what I wanted. What, so, not
2: how long did, uh, how long were you out there? And for the one I'm thinking about is the street. I don't know if I've seen this new one, but I, I just, we were just out there in the middle of the street, like, first of all, I'd like to know a couple things. Number one, what time was it when you did it? And then number two, how many times did you go through that?
0: Uh, Time, I believe, we got there at 7.30, but there was someone already there filming. So we had waited, so I think we got there around 8. And since it's underground in L.A., there was no one really there. And it was raining that day, too, so no one was in downtown in general. And I think we took about, I want to say 10 takes altogether. It was just like five at that location, and then we kind of, there's a wall that we also did, and I think that was like another five takes that we took. Um, and I, I think we did one more for fun, too. We're like, okay, like let's film, it's cool, let's just do one more just in case, and if we need to do anything else, so. That was really fun to do, I was really wow. proud of it. Like, even like after we filmed it, I was like, to me, I won. I was like, that's a super, like, I got to do this, it's 2019, I didn't spend a short time, it's good quality, like, I was really super happy. And then even with this last one I posted, I was really excited about that one too because it's a different style like I've never for like salsa and all like the Latin side of me I've never really posted because I was always being judged Mm -hmm. about it so now this year I've been more kind of open and not really caring about it and it's turning out really really good and now that I'm actually like recording myself seeing myself improving myself like I'm a lot more happier with what the outcome is for that.
2: It's awesome to be able to create the art you want to see in the world. Like, that's one of the biggest exciting things to me is just being able to go, okay, well, I don't see this out there. I would love to see this out there. Hey, you know what? I'm the one to, apparently I'm the one who's going to have to create that thing. Mm-hmm. And it's awesome. Like, especially when you when you create things and then I'm just, all the, the little bits that you've told me here, it took you two hours to kind of put this thing together and then you went out and you shot it. And, like, when you have the, uh, enough of those examples built up in your brain of being able to do stuff like that so fast yeah. and seeing the quality that can be made, you're just like, whoa, like, if I can... Exactly. Really stretch a dollar or stretch a penny, so to mm-hmm. speak, and really really fill it in with creativity, holy moly, what happens when when the time comes when I do have a budget you know because it 's like mm-hmm. and and then you're already it's like the wheels aren 't squeaky you 're already you're already in training exactly. so to speak of doing it well now what do you what are things that you like to do? what do you like to do uh,
1: well of course uh, acting <laughs> that is my thing definitely, but um Pretty much just acting, directing, working with other artists, training students, um, motivational speaking. That's pretty much what my life is about. So uh, that's pretty much what I dabble into every single day. (laughs) Uh, Just always about trying to give back. I try to find any way that I can be helpful to give back. I coached at Burbank High School. I was a track coach up there for like five years. I got about 13 kids scholarships in my time of being there. So. Um, that's just kind of what I'm about. It's always about you know taking care of the youth and whatever gift I've been given to be able to give back. But acting is like the main thing. That's what got me to California. That's what I had my degree in college in. Um, where did you
2: Where did you uh, move here from?
1: Uh, Alabama. Well, I moved here from Sacramento, actually. Well, I'm from Detroit, Michigan. I left there and I got a full track scholarship. Uh, to Alabama State. Then, after my first two years, I moved over to a Ford Theater scholarship. (laughs) And then I left there and signed an acting contract with Michael J. Fox and Buck Busfield and B Street Theater in Sacramento. And then I left there, and I've been down here for about eight years. So... Yeah man, it's been uh, it's been a pretty intense, uh, beautiful journey. Can't complain.
2: Do you mostly create your own projects? It sounds like do you kind of create your own stuff, or do you have?
1: I do a lot of creation of my own projects, but at the same time, I you know audition and I book a lot of roles and work with a lot of you know people in the entertainment industry um, because that's mainly what's been carrying me since I've been here. So uh, it's been really cool, man. It's been really good, really good time. Eight years I could say that I've been around. Do you
2: find that when you follow the excitement and you follow the bliss, that more and more of it is just? just available to you?
1: Of course it was one of those things even like she was saying I think that uh, you know people are this fear a lot of people have fear out here and it's about being afraid to take that jump or take that leap and I always tell people the best things in life are on the other side of fear you'll never get to experience those things unless you actually take a leap to see what happens and then when you do do that and you realize what comes back tenfold it's like you experience of things that you never thought you would imagine and like we as people we all have these ideas like well, if I do this I do that I'll do this this is going to happen and mm-hmm. it might be your dreams and it might sound great but in reality when you actually get to that point it, it's going to be bigger than you could even imagine and that's the most beautiful po- point about taking a leap you know what I mean and about mm-hmm. seeing what's on the other side of fear man because we don't know what life brings but you got to be able to just go for it <laughs> you know what I'm just saying feel
2: that, uh- an essential ingredient in to be able to, to sort of get into that flow is just uh, really appreciating the, the process of the creation?
1: Of course. I always say the process is everything because I believe when you do films or you do movies, if you're a dancer, you're a model, writer, whatever you do, we don't learn from when we actually experience the product. We only learn from the process of making the product. That's where the understanding comes. That's why I always tell people it's like if I ever work towards a show like right now I'm directing a couple of shows And people are always like, you know, they ask me questions about the show. And I'm like, I don't care about the show, but the show is going to be what it's going to be anyway. What I care about (laughs) is the process. Where do we put the work in to be able to, you know what I mean? To be able to, when we get to that point of actually doing a show, we don't have any worries. Or even if we do have worries, it's not big enough to be like, oh, I'm scared because, no, it's it's preparation. You know what I mean? That's all it is. Preparation meets opportunity. And when that happens, then everything else falls into place. It's literally as simple as that. It's magical how that happens, right? (laughs) Yeah, because once you prep yourself for something... It's just like you were saying, you don't have to get ready if you stay ready. You know what I mean? And it's that type of thing of like, that's why I work out every day. I just ran 1,000 miles last year. I mean, my mental mental health is a, one of the biggest things that I tell anybody because even through whatever you do, mental stability is what's going to carry you through it. You know what I mean? We, you can go to the gym and lift 400 pounds and think you're strong, but it ain't stronger than your mind. Now, the one thing that gets you to push that next weight up is your mind, not your strength. You get what I'm saying? It's something you got to genuinely get through up here and watch everything else happen so yeah man
2: and and i think like part of it is switching from that mindset of like this it's this hard ah, you know i got this big thing to climb and all these obstacles in the way and transforming it from that into simply just allowing it to unfold mm-hmm. right and following yeah. your following your intuition
1: exactly because the mind is genuinely the most powerful thing that we have inside of us you know what i mean like we have the ability to do and create, envision, make, uh, understand, love. Every single emotion, the, the way that we feel, it's all in our mind. We make these decisions as people, you know what I mean? As people to be able to put ourselves in the best position to be successful. And I think that if your mind is not in the right place before you start anything, you will never get to where you got, you're trying to go. You know what I mean? Because the mental aspect of, of anything that you go through is like always number one for me and then everything else falls into place. You know what I mean? I just don't. Do you find
2: that it's important to surround yourself with other encouraging people who uh, kind of help fuel the journey along the way?
1: Of course. I think that if you surround yourself with bosses, you'll be a boss. I think if you surround yourself with an employee, you'll be an intern. And that's just how life works for me. You don't put yourself around people who don't at least have something that you have to offer and it can help you better yourself. You know, Because the thing about it is, once you finally get to a place where you can give back, you're not really even putting yourself around people that aren't on the same level because it's not about that but it's about giving back but as you're growing in a business whatever it might be you have to surround yourself with like-minded people like-minded people help build each other up they help encourage each other they understand where you might be compared to somebody who's trying to get there they're not going to understand the mentality if you've already surpassed a certain level of where they're trying to get to so it's like at the end of the day that's one thing you have to continue to surround yourself with like-minded people that that's the thing you can't you know, you go somewhere alone. You can be successful alone, but it ain't, it ain't going to feel the same if you don't have family with you. You know what I mean?
2: You are talking about earlier how you have, you know, I, it was just great. Yeah, my people. You know, it's like you got your tribe of people that you can work with. How long did it take for you to um, discover those people and realize like, whoa, this is really what it's all about is, is creating with this, this tribe, so to speak?
0: Um, well, I, I read something a long time ago that's like your vibe attracts your tribe. And I was taught growing up that you never know like when you ever encounter someone you never know what you could give them and then what you could receive from them so with everyone that i meet i always try to like you know find out what their secrets are what what their likings are and i always try to build a relationship because you never know when you need something or vice versa and like for me i always like to help i always love to create and like do fun things like even if it's like out of my comfort zone because i have people like calling me to do skits and i don't really find myself an actor. If, like, I'm a an entertainer and performer, but, you know, if the shoe fits, I will try my best. But um, it took me a while to kind of, I guess, figure out who my real friends are and who actually generally wanted to help me, mm-hmm. rather than the people who just want to, like, steal and suck, like, the positive vibes that I have. And that was... A struggle growing up because I'm like oh everyone wants to be my friend everyone's there for me But you know like you won't realize until you like a big thing comes out. They're like oh like oh she's my friend I'm like, but you weren't there when I was asking for help or you didn't give me the resources because I saw friends I'll be like hey like I need a cameraman anybody and even if you're not a cameraman, you know someone who is a cameraman So they'll be like oh, I don't but I got you like what else do you need? What else can I help? So and it was really cool too, like creating the video I was losing kind of inspiration. I was kind of having a whatever about it. I'm like, cool, we made the choreography. Like, I was happy with that, I had fun. I was like, that's cool, I don't even need to film it. But a lot of people were hitting me up saying like, hey, like, when's this video coming out? Like, are you gonna do it? Like, I wanna see, I'm really excited. And that kind of fueled me. I was like, oh wow, people actually do care. They do wanna see. And I'm like, actually, like, I need help with this. Like, can you help me? Like, can you give me ideas? Like, what else can I do? And so that really helped me create it. And even in my video, I'm like, thanks for everyone who was pushing me, inspiring me, helping me. Like, it really helped a lot. And that really kind of got me, like, I was like, an extra boost for 2019. I'm like, okay, this is what I'm going to do. Like, even, and I'm going to learn from, like, my failures. Like, I'm going to try to do every creative concept that I want to do and learn from there if it's tried or failed. So it's really cool to, like, create stuff. That's, like, one of my biggest things.
2: Here's your fun fact. In the 1920s, the Hollywood sign was lit by thousands of light bulbs, and the guy who changed the burnt-out ones lived in a little cabin near this sign. Stay tuned to Inspirato Projecto for more fun facts. Listen, I don't have much time, but do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you, do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch? If Has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out. I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it. Please, right now, make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, you could put music on there. Found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees, uh, uh, your friends playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm, please get this and find me. Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends, okay? Anchor.fm. It's great too because I think it, it people really feel like when their their ideas are are actually considered and asked for, you know, mm-hmm. to, to, to creating this thing. And now it's this collaborative process where they feel like now it's a piece of theirs too. And they see it go, you know, it's yeah. like when the kid is learning on the, they get off the training wheels and I go, okay, little Johnny, we're going to give you a little, you know, and then you see yeah. the kid like, oh, you know, kind of like, and then all of a sudden he's totally doing it. Yeah. he's popping a wheel. He's like, dude, Johnny, how'd you do it? It's okay. But it's like that kind of thing. It's like, you, you're like, Ooh, that's so cool. I helped contribute to this, this thing that, that grew, you know, it mm-hmm. kept growing.
0: Yeah. And it's cool that it brings people happiness. Like, little things like that. When people were like, oh, like, that was so cool. Like, I watched it over and over. I'm like, wow, really? Like, thanks, me too. No, but it's really cool to see people. You,
1: did, I, you know, you should have. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, you have to be your biggest fan. Yeah. That's one thing that I tell people all the time, man. Like, if you're not the person sitting in the front row rooting for your work, why do you expect anybody else to be? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And a lot yeah. of times when I see... Films that I do, or we've had screenings, and I'm in the movies. There's plenty of times I find myself cracking up at things I'm doing, but it's not because it's me. And I'm looking around mm-hmm. the theater, and everybody else is laughing too. Yeah. And so that that's when I started to realize a while back that I am truly enjoying the process. Like I'm not, I'm I'm taking. Because some people, I even talk to my friends. They're like, "Oh, I hate hearing my voice. I hate the way that I look." I'm like. Why, like, you're supposed to love the way that you look, you're supposed to love to hear your voice because that's how you want other people to receive you, you know what I mean? So, it is that type of thing of like you never know, you know. And that's I love what you said, like, your vibe creates your tribe. Like, that is a beautiful thing because it really does. It really does. The people you create and put around you is like building a team when you have a team around you who truly believes in what you do and you believe in what they do. Yeah, you guys will create magic together, you know. And when I mean? they all
2: feel uh, completely boundless in, in expressing their their best elements of themselves. You know like when you can really see someone in the groove of being in their element and you can just really you're like wow. That's what it felt like when I was watching that dance video. I'm like mm-hmm. whoa, like you're you're st- there's that like you you see the shine coming through because you see that the person is completely you know with or without spectators this thing is happening right mm-hmm. now. And this is this is the path that's being carved right now. Mm-hmm. And and the spectators just happens to be sort of like a byproduct of yep. that thing. And, and that's why I think when you do enjoy the process and then you do end up going back and watching it again, you're like, because you, re- you were so in the moment, you were not, it wasn't one of those things where like you're on the outside of yourself watching yourself while you're doing it, right? Because you're, you're so much in the process exactly. of doing this thing. And then when you look back on it later, you're like, whoa, you're not looking at, like you don't see that that yeah. sense of self-awareness like yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Awareness in it. Yeah. It's really cool.
1: One of the most beautiful things, I, you know, I've always said that, I've done shows or doing films and I've always said that one of the most beautiful comments people have given me is that especially from people I know is that yo I hang around you every day <laughs> we hang out we do but when I see you on camera or when I see you on stage I don't see you and that to me is one of the most beautiful things I can take as you know any type of response from somebody because it shows that I'm truly being able to be in tune with these characters that I'm creating and, you know, as an actor, you get a page full of lines. You can create whatever you want to. That's what I've always been taught. You know what I mean? It's not about the way that you... Like, you have a page full of lines. If we cast you, you can make this whatever you want. So make it what you want. Even if you're auditioning, you walk into a room and you got, you know, sides. You make these sides whatever you want. They might catch on. You know what I'm saying? Because you're the person that's auditioning for it. They, you know what I'm saying? They need you more than you need them in actuality. If you start to think about that with confidence, it'll start to push you a long way. But it's like, yeah, I, when people get... To see me and they look at me and it's like man I don't bro I couldn't even that was that tripped me out because I'm with you every day and it doesn't even seem like you. it was like well that means I did my job you know what I mean that means I, I am very in tune with my career and what I have going on and my and my gift because we all have one
2: well it's, it t- you know? it takes a lot of courage you know uh, there's that idea of wanting to hold tight onto this spe- onto a specific kind of identity mm-hmm. and uh, and it takes that courage to go. <laughs> I'm going to be, I'm just going to like freaking all of a sudden be this person who talks with his hands in the air all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> and, yeah. and you just completely know that and you're you completely committed to that character. And that's what's so great when you mm-hmm. do those performances and then you step off stage and you're like, "What? Well, I just black out or something because you're yeah. like, what just happened up there? I felt like I just channeled this thing. Yeah and th- those are the best times huh when you're just really into it is that what you felt like when you were in that in, in that dance video it mm-hmm. seems like you There's
1: were a couple of sort
2: bands. of Jedi-ing it, your way through it rather than like this like oh I hope I'm doing this dance move right it seemed like you were really just in that zen yeah
0: it's a it's a crazy feeling to feel and it's Sad that a lot of people don't get to experience it, mm-hmm. um, and uh, when it goes just back to fear, because a lot of things like same thing, people are like, "Oh well, like I've known you for like so and so long. I didn't know you could dance or you did this and that." And it's just like, and it makes me proud because I'm like, "Yeah," because I'm confident with myself, self-love. Like I don't care what other people think, and um, it's just a crazy experience. I wish everyone could experience it, but a lot of people are afraid to dance or act or like have some sort of like extracurricular. I feel like everyone has the ability to do it and everyone should because I feel like for me, like dance for me is therapy, just like a writer or a poet or like a musician or actor, like that's their therapy, that's their escape away from life. And I feel like everyone deserves to have that Mm -hmm. feeling. And it's sad that a lot of people just have all this self doubt or they don't wanna learn, that's another thing too. A lot of people don't wanna put in the time to even learn from anyone or
2: people. So Yeah, and it's interesting, like I guess that's the other courageous thing too, is being able to allow yourself to redefine things like um, like from that aspect, from that point of view that you're just talking about where people don't want to learn something new. that symbol in their brain might seem like this huge thing that I gotta Do and it's like what, but if it was it was coming from this aspect of like oh my gosh wow I get to do this thing like wow I wonder what's gonna happen when I go exploring in this territory, now all of a sudden it's redefined now it's like oh what's this adventure we're gonna go on, now it's not like this like oh god will I have the energy to try to, you know and then they and they start putting the odds and the statistics and all that stuff in their brains and Mm -hmm. matching it up with probabilities and you know it's like what happens if you just simply go, what if what if we learn this you know I think that's one of the I was just listening the other day uh, Alan Watts was talking about embarrassment and how embarrassment seems to be like the key thing that's like really one of the big things that's like such a huge deal to people is that embarrassment of like um, of sort of revealing an aspect of themselves that is not in line with what they feel the rest of society might deem as normal it's like they've shown this aspect of themselves you know like okay they're willing to just walk down the street backwards all the time now right and, like, they're willing to go completely opposite than whatever that social programming normally is. Yeah. And so it's like that that courage to be able to just go, okay, I'm going to go dive deep into this direction like an astronaut. And just freaking go deep into this thing and see what happens. And we're going to explore. And if you want to watch what's going on, you're more than welcome to. But there's something very important here that I'm trying to, you know, exactly. get to. Yeah. There's that phrase that goes... Um, when you're there's a phrase that says when you're interested you're interesting so like the person who's like over here in the corner going "Huh, what's this all about you know they're very interested in what's going on here eventually you'd start getting a crowd of people around here going what the hell is you looking at you know people like hey what the you know (laughs) stand up on step stools what the hell is this guy what's he so entranced with he's so you know interested in what's going on there and it's like you have to sort of, you know, that phrase, you have to lose yourself to find yourself. And it seems like like when you plug into dancing, when you plug into acting, and um, there's something that you said something earlier about, you know, auditioning for these people and saying, okay, I'm just going to do what I'm going to do. I'm presenting this thing. Mm-hmm. And do you feel that there's a lot of confidence behind, like when you do audition for roles uh, uh, that have nothing to do with your own tribe and your own team? Mm-hmm do you feel that it's easier to audition for that stuff when you're already in that aspect of creating your own projects? Mm. Do you find it's easier to audition? Because you're like, I truly don't need you because I got my own stuff going on.
1: Yeah, I think that in, the, in those processes, you find it as a little more challenging sometimes, I would say. But I think that it also comes with confidence. And, and, and a lot of a lot of this for me, like even when we talk about the aspect of people trying to make it when you have to audition, I think it becomes easy for people when people find their purpose. There's a, I, I kind of live by that in my life. When I talk to a lot of people, I'm like, a lot of these people that are trying to figure it out or don't want to take that leap of faith or get nervous when it's time to audition outside of like me saying, you know, me auditioning outside of my tribe. Now I have to go audition for NBC and this big universal movie. And should I be nervous? It's like, I don't get nervous because I know my purpose. And what's meant for me will be and what ain't won't so it, it's not something that will make me scared to say oh I'm getting ready to go audition for Spielberg and, I'm a, and this is outside of my tribe but mm. I'm going to be nervous about it no I'm not going to be nervous about it because I understand my purpose and if that opportunity isn't for me then it won't be and if it will be then it will and I'll continue to move along that way but a lot of times in life we as people have to figure out what our purpose is because if you start to at least see that vision somewhere down the road you will start to put yourself on the track to get there You get what I'm saying? But when you're living in a place of being so lost and confused and not knowing what you really want to do with your life, not knowing what you're really trying to get into, not knowing what direction you want to see your career go, then you sometimes find yourself being a little lost. And then it's like, oh, but I know what my purpose is. I know my purpose is to be here on this earth and to give back and create content that's going to be able to change life for generations to come, to be able to help the youth, to be able to open up schools and teach art programs. It's like when I start to understand all these type of things about my life, it started making it a lot easier for me to find my way. And so it became this thing of when you understand what came before you, it's kind of easy to get to where you're going, but you have to understand what came before you to get there. You know what I mean? Because we all go through it in every aspect, our struggles, our ups and downs, our complexities, our trials and tribulations, but how do we figure it out along the way? It's only about finding your purpose and about what your gift is and what you can give back. I always look at the world as that. It's a big puzzle. We ain't nothing but puzzle pieces. And we have to figure out where our piece fits, just to complete, to heal the world, to heal people, to continue to love. Because that's what it's about, you know what I mean? And I'm just, I'm big on that, man. So I don't really live in fear whenever I'm outside of my comfort zone because being outside of my comfort zone allows me to know that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. If I'm comfortable, that means I'm playing it safe. If I'm comfortable, that means it's not hard. It's not a challenge. I'm not pushing myself to get better. So when I do have an audition outside of what it, what I'm normally used to, to me, that's the best thing in life that I could be doing because that shows me that now it's time for me to be pushed even further, to be challenged a little bit harder because I found something already. You know what I mean? So
2: It's also great to see, like, investigate those reasons like and feel to, you know, ask yourself, like, why do I feel uncomfortable about that? Or what is it that I feel, like, why do I feel nervous about this, mm-hmm. specific, this specific aspect, and then going down that rabbit hole and finding out, like, what's that rooted in, and is there validity to it, and is there, you know, is there a good reason why I should hold on to this? Is there What's so valuable about holding on to this sort of, you know, I guess a limited belief? You know, type of idea of like, oh gosh, they're gonna hate me. Oh, it's yeah. Spielberg. Oh no, they, yeah. It's yeah. like, where does like, that, where does that come, where does from? that oh, limited I'm belief come from? from. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Why? Why not just walk in there like I'm about to fucking kill you? Like, <laughs> I'm about to go crazy. Like, yeah. That's how you should feel. Yeah. And some people, a lot of people, do that. They go like, oh my god, like this, I'm gonna meet him. It's like I'm like, man, you listen. Which is funny
2: because that's a complete opposite <laughs> attitude that they want to meet you at, yeah. right? They don't want to meet this, crazy. like yeah. you know, they want to meet somebody who's like.
1: Just like that, I've always told people from the day that I moved down here, I remember my mom asked me a while ago, she was like, are You sure you're really ready for Hollywood? And I said, Well, I hope Hollywood is ready for me. Because that's got to be your mindset. You know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That is just really rhythm- how it
2: is. I think that's open.
1: confidence. It's like, they get ready to meet you, you're not getting ready to meet me. I know who Spielberg is, but he doesn't know me, but now he will. You know what I'm saying? He will. So, that's how you got to take it, man. Right? That just makes it easy for me out there, you know?
2: what, what would you say are, like, some of your, like, the biggest dreams that, um, we'll just go ahead and just say that your future self is doing. What are What are some of those that are happening?
0: Mm. I was thinking about this the other day. Mm. It's such a
2: hard question. I, especially the seemingly impossible ones. Like, I don't, like, let's, just for kicks, let's, let's, We can even go to imagination land, where it seems like, okay, this would probably never happen, but this thing would be awesome.
0: Okay, that's a little easier. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I've always, like, since a kid, I've always wanted to, like, help people, and I guess that involves either building an organization or, like, a family in some way. What it is, I don't know exactly. It's because I've always done all these little things, and I was always, like, I want to do everything. That's the mentality I always had. And everyone was like, well, you can't do everything. you got to pick one thing. I'm like, why, why, why do I have to pick one thing? And so I did everything. And everyone, it's so funny. Like, to this day, everyone's like, oh, like, you do hair, you dance, you do this, you do that. I'm like, yeah. (laughs) And it's just like, and I'm proud of it. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. and I enjoy doing every one of those things. Like, those things make me happy. Um, So it was really hard to, Hey. Hey. It it's
2: interesting because folks who are not in the habit of doing that kind of thing, they look at that as something that's very risky. And oh, oh, I don't want our feelings to get hurt because what if things go bad? But yeah. they're not thinking about the possibility that it's this fun exploration for you. You know, you're like you're just kind of following the sounds. You're going, ah, oh, what's over there? What's over here? Yeah,
0: and I guess it's just because I'm always curious about everything, and like I just always want to do everything and just see everything from another perspective other than just my own. Because I've always hated the fact that like I don't believe that you're born to just do one thing and get up and do that one thing, and then come back home for the rest of your life. Like, your life is so long just to be doing that one thing when you can be doing so many other things. Yeah. Opening to a whole other world and opening those whole other, like, people. So, but, like, dream-wise, I don't even know because there's, like, yeah, I do want to, like, eventually, like, own something, whether it be a salon or, like, a non-profit um, company for dance help people who can't afford it because that was always kind of my thing. I've always had to get scholarships, so... I wanted to kind of open up an organization for that. Um, but then I also helped um, with this pageant that's not necessarily built for beauty. It's for like GPA and community service. So it was all about serving the community. So I was really into that as well, it was like helping the community, helping others, and like building a platform, whether it be like population, trying to fight cancer, uh, pollution, like, it's just all that. Just kind of staying together and fighting together it was like
2: one of my big things. Um, what I'm gonna make of that, I don't know yet. I'm still in the process of the journey. Hey, everybody, gather around. Want to hear the Inspirado hotline number? Yeah! Alright, goes a little bit like this five six one two zero three nine one seven er 5612039179 seven niner. Say, I got an idea. How about you try it? Sounds great. Okay, here we go. Five, six, one, two, zero, three, nine, one, seven, niner. That sounds great. Five, six, one, Sounds awesome.
1: 5612039179er. Thank you. Awesome responses. I'm going to respond to your question uh, in another file here. Uh, on another note, do you remember Tamagotchi, the 1990s game with the keychain from Japan? We had to feed your pet. What are your thoughts on the Tamagotchi? I'm going to post the uh, the episode uh, soon, so if you could send it, that'd be great. I have this
2: absurd idea of, like, because you're talking about the community and everything. I was imagining these people raking lawns, and they hire they hire people to come and dance for them, you know, so they, they, they have something it, interesting to watch while they're, right? So I was just imagining, like, you know, it's almost like the cheerleaders of yard work or something, you know, I don't know, something like that, yeah. where they're just, like, these people, like, dancing up there while they're just they're trying to do their yard work. And possibly stuff they don't really necessarily want to be, do, be doing. Or, you know, they're mowing the lawn <laughs> or they're, they're, they're raking up the leaves. It
0: could be a thing. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Why not be happy and have yeah. some
0: entertainment? But yeah. that, that was always my number one goal is to, like, make people feel happy and kind of give back in a way. Um, I
2: don't know. Do you want to make movies? Do you want to... uh... Sure, why
0: not?
2: Yeah, there we go.
0: (laughs) Anything and everything. Yeah. That's the whole goal. Um, But I'm just so young, and I just feel like I've done so much already. But there's still so much more to do, too, which is also really exciting. So... It's just kind of, for me, I guess I'm a purpose for myself, because I just got to the point where I have self-love for myself, and I don't care what other people think, so that's a great foundation to go off of, so now I just kind of blast off from here, I guess, that's the next step, so it's really cool, and I'm excited for the journey, especially, because like I said, like, I'm, oh, I'm not even 22, fuck, I'm 22, ah, I'm older, (laughs) But it's not even old, too. It's so young. But yeah. I just, there's so, I know there's still so much out there for me to do and accomplish. So that's cool. I'm mm. mm. a dog.
1: How about you? What are. Uh, what are well, definitely, some big dreams. Uh, dreams, just like I say, to change the world. That's, that's the biggest thing for me. I, I definitely plan on opening schools for arts and entertainment, for performing arts. I think that a lot of children and curriculum. Now we learn a lot of things in high school and college that we actually don't take with us further in life as far as what we really want to do now. If you want to do biology or chemistry or be an educator, then that's what you take the curricular for. But I want to be able to open up, you know, students and also give back to the neighborhoods that live in poverty. Some of those neighborhoods that aren't fortunate enough to be able to dive into the arts. I want to find the next artists, the dancers or singers or poets or writers or cinematographers or cameramen or stage directors or any of those type of people. I'm going to be able to open up those type of programs throughout the U.S. and across, you know, through other countries to be able to give people opportunities to get scholarships to college, you know, to be able to enter in festivals, open their lives, just continue to train. And obviously for me to be doing, you know, movies and, uh, you know, TV shows and continuing to do stage and traveling the world, just being able to give people share my gift with people, you know what I mean, and, and that's always about anybody that's to watch me on on screen, I hope it changes their lives, anybody see me on stage, I hope it changes, or anybody that attends one of my schools, or for any kids like I already that I've gotten scholarships for, things like that, that's like, kind of what my life has always been about, so it's just always about, you know, when I was in high school, I did everything, I was a class president, I wanted to, you know, take care of people, I wanted to make people happy, I wanted to, people to have to you know, to have the best experience that they could. So, you know, longevity for me would be seeing my life at that point, being an an actor, an activist, a philanthropist, being able to give back, being able to change lives, offer scholarships, create my own scholarship foundation where I could actually give scholarships to students to be able to, you know, to advance their lives, who may seem less fortunate, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's just kind of how I see it. Hello, dear. Hello, there. You're so cool. Look at that sparkly
2: collar. Holy cow, you totally are. You totally are from another galaxy. Look at you, <laughs> the galaxy far, far away. Look I'm at you. I'm
0: more frost than I do. I see Hi. I do.
2: Hi. You're so cute. You part kangaroo?
0: <laughs> Honest. <laughs> <laughs> we see her with yeah. her you're
2: part, hard, you're part kangaroo. Oh Surely. my gosh, amazing.
0: Even having her, too, is a blessing for me. What's
2: the, what's the longest like, s- space she's walked just on her back two feet? I can imagine...
0: No, oh, I don't know. It depends how excited she is. How long have you had her? She, has only had her for a year. Uh, oh, she's, wow. She's you
2: two have great rapport. Yeah. <laughs>
0: she's so funny. But it's great <laughs> to have her, doing? too. Because especially because she's so, like, energetic and always, like, happy. And, like, it kind of gets me out of that rut that I can get <laughs> sometimes. Oh, yeah. Like, how she loves to go outside. Like, actually gets me to go outside and, like, enjoy stuff. Because she, like, will sniff every flower. Oh, that's before.
2: great. There she goes. Oh. Look
0: at that.
2: You got springs, springs on those legs. Why? Yes, you got springs.
0: me.
2: silly. Do you feel that uh, that you by walking around with her it helps you view the world in, uh, in oh, new perspectives? for sure,
0: especially when I take her hiking. Like she's a great active hiking dog, so it it really does give me that like kind of stop, breathe. Like take all, all in that's around you, mm-hmm. because when you take her and you see her hiking, she's just having the time of her life. She's just like, I get to run, I get to go in all these puddles, I wow. get to chase these birds, and it just like makes me like, happy to see her I'm wow. like that. Like, we should all like be the life, and you know that she's so innocent; she has no idea like what life is about, like bills or any of that stuff. Right, <laughs> right, right. To see right. her life, I'm like that, like, yeah, know, it helps me keep a positive outlook.
2: Animals are so awesome to look at is as teachers because they're they're surviving from the pure unfolding language of the universe just as it is yeah. you know they're not trying to they're not trying to uh, get on any magazine covers they're not trying to like yeah. outshine each other by who's, who's got better shoes on or whatnot it's just like they're just in pure bliss isn't it awesome when you see him just yeah
0: and she just wants to play with everyone with everything and when I take her to the, the coffee shop down the street like everyone's saying hi to her hi. and like Everyone just wants to see her, and yeah. she's yeah. greeting everybody, and yeah. just like not everyone wants
1: to say hi to you. <laughs> Walk right. up to
0: you because you know there's some people who don't like animals. Oh yeah. And she like not wants any. to play, and I'm like, Shh. like not everyone's gonna be friendly. Not everyone's gonna want to say hi to you.
2: So what? What else do you like to do? I saw something. I don't know if this. If you just dressed up for this on Halloween, were you part of a beauty pageant? Yes. There's a real. There was a real beauty pageant.
0: Mm-hmm. What was it? I got the title of Miss. I don't know if that one's Miss Legacy Queen or Miss Golden State, but those are the two that I recently got.
2: That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank
0: you. Um, What did you
2: do? They had you do talents and stuff, right? What were your talents? Yeah. Did you dance? I
0: did ballet, classical ballet, and that usually kind of gets the judges' hearts every time. So (laughs) that's the one I always did. And then for my platform for Miss Golden State, I did, like, Why America is Great. But I kind of made it, like, about how we're all immersed in all these different cultures and people and how we can all come together and still live together, especially, like, in L.A., like, everyone has these different belief systems and cultures, and I just kind of talked about how it's, like, so beautiful. And then my other platform was on the global water crisis, about how other countries don't have access to clean drinking water. So I just kind of shined a light on that, and uh, I raised, I worked with a a foundation, I raised money to help get um, water in Swaziland. Wow. So they're, they have a few fountains or wells with clean accessible, like, accessible drinking water. Wow. So by 2020, a whole Swaziland should. Incredible. Have yeah. It's really cool. It's just, it's sad. Like we have, you know, water at our fingertips, but mm-hmm. for other people, for them, especially mm-hmm. they have to carry these, the kids have to carry these heavy jerry cans. Just to not even get clean water, to get like dirty water, and, and walking you know, miles, right? To miles, find miles, miles, and then they Over fit, the and then they get sick mostly. And it's so sad. And they don't get to go to school. They don't get to. They're just so focused on just trying to survive, just to get water. It's just so difficult. And I don't feel that's fair, especially because we have it at our fingertips, or you know, just so easy.
2: Have you seen those straws? That oh, the uh, aluminum straws. Yeah, and it has like a filter in it or something.
0: Oh, I've not seen the that filter. That's they got
2: like a filter in these straws. You could drink in like a pond, and it, oh, it, I've it, it seen filters those. it and it makes it clean somehow. And then there's some sort of like thermos where you, I don't know if there's a filter on top of it or I don't know what, but you put the water in there and when you drink it, it's totally, it's yeah. totally clean. Like right. it's that amazing that to with those these for things.
0: Hiking. You just like cut and you pump it up and mm-hmm. then you get to drink it. Pretty, pretty small. Even if it's like they had that, no, the the water's way too dirty. It mm-hmm. you can't just be just be cleaned with a filter, like because animals die in it and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Just a filter wouldn't work.
2: So how did? So what is the system that's being set up out there for them to get clean water?
0: Um, they there's workers that go up there to do the pipes and all that stuff, and just go to each of the towns and they help the kids too, with like learning and give them new supplies and food and. All that stuff. It's it's really 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 cool. Um, hopefully, I get to go out there to visit eventually. We uh, yeah, have been doing that since I was 15, and it was I saw like I saw an ad on it, and it's like, do you serve a community? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and it's like, do you have GP? I'm like, yeah, I have great TV. Do you have talent? I'm like, yeah, I have talent. And um, it was just one of those like kind of why not things that I was was going through. And mom was like, you really want to do a pageant? I'm like, yeah, why not? Like. I just wanted to try it to try it, and then here I am, 23, still doing it. Well, and that's a
2: fun like attitude anyway. Why not? You yeah. know, just to test stuff out because that's that's because yeah. then you 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 get rid of that idea of attachment to something, yeah. attachment to the outcome. Like, right. ah, why not? Let's go. Let's yeah. see what happens. And then it just becomes this fun. Let's just see what happens on yeah. this Yeah, and then just even like,
0: oh yeah, why did you choose like this pageant? But they meant it like this organization, and I was like oh, I just saw that, and I just thought it'd be cool to try. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I just, I've never done this before. I was like, I just thought it'd be cool to to try to compete in a pageant. Like, it's just not what I'm usually around or do. And they, they just laughed. They thought that was funny. I was like, yeah, I was just, I'm like, I didn't really care to win. And that that title, when I was 15, I won. It was Incredible. insane. I did not expect to, have, like, hear my name called. Like, they called my name, and I was just kind of, like, standing there, like, what and then my mom's like screaming and like crying and I'm like huh and so it was a really surreal feeling and I was 15 at the time and then after that I just kept doing, going participating and I love serving the community and like meeting other people and hearing other platforms because you go wow. to all these different like organizations and like fundraisers and stuff so it opened my eyes to like all these other things it was really
2: cool what a cool thing just because you said yes to it just because you said hey, just why, not, I said, why let's, not let's test it out because
0: <laughs> I never just because I never did it. Isn't that amazing?
2: How many things are just waiting around the corners like that? Yeah, okay. that, that we just we don't even know. Because you know, a lot of times there's that thing in your brain, you know, that that seems to be this sort of default mode that's in a lot of brains. It's like no, or oh, that probably won't happen, or mm-hmm. I don't know if you know, I don't know if I'm the person who deserves such a thing. You know, there mm-hmm. there are those kinds of lies that are immediately just mm-hmm. you know, like the Steven Spielberg thing earlier. Yeah. It's so interesting how those things tend to. Rise, like it's so weird that like a lot of times folks will think that the odds are something good will not happen. Rather yeah. than, you know, yeah. the odds also being in the favor of something good happening.
1: That's, that's why not me, man? That's really how you gotta live. That's real. That's real, man. I love that. It's so. fun too,
2: because by stepping in with that why not attitude, you because you had no attachments, because you weren't so clenched up through the experience of like, oh they picked me right, you weren't mm-hmm. like this, like it's this little brick of like yeah. this shell of like I'm so sensitive it was just pure ah, let's see what the hell happens
0: and it was fun too
2: and I think that's what. and they saw that they saw the genuine that you were having a good time yeah. yeah I was in it not to win it <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant I was in it I
0: love it in <laughs> it oh my god <laughs> to participate <laughs> well, a,
2: that's a beautiful PSA for like being in it to not but win not it to not win it, and, win
0: and, it. I and I was, won it yeah I, and I was competing girls who've done it since they were like two children yeah wow. so we're like getting ready to go and i'm like how long have you been doing it like i've been doing it since i was like five so like a long time i was like oh damn. <laughs> i was like well i ain't taking anything home today but i was so confident that i, I knew i would at least get like top three or something i didn't even know if that was a thing at the time but i was like i'm gonna get something i like at least top talent because i was really confident in my dancing and everything else um and then I, soon enough, and they called like top four. I was like one of the top four. And then they gave a girl like an award, and it was just the top three. And I was like, no way. <laughs> like, no. And then they called one, the girl that was like, I've been in a long time. She got runner up, first runner up. And I was like, no way. And the other girl, she's like, everyone knows her. She's very well known in the pageant world. Her mom did pageants and Whoa. stuff.
2: And so uh, she's like royalty of, pa- of pageantry. Yeah,
0: so I was like, oh, she's definitely gonna get it. Like this was like easy for her, like for sure. And it was just, it was so insane when they called her name for the for the princess. I was like, that's only lo- one title left. <laughs> I'm the only one standing. It's insane. Um, yeah. That's cool. Yeah.
2: It is. It's amazing when you just give opportunities like that, you just go, ah, what
1: the hell? What the hell? Why not, universe? Let's, 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 let's play. Let's just see what happens. let yeah. see what happens, man. You, you never experienced life until, like I said, you take a leap. Let's just see what happens. That's all it's about, man. That's all this lifetime is about. It's true experiences that way. You know
2: what I mean? Well, it's fun, and the projects that you make together are with people who are... who are choosing to believe in that dream and a dream along with you. Because mm-hmm. that's all it is, just thoughts and a dream. You know, like, well, you know what? I I want to see this dream come true. I want to see this story happen. I want to see this turn into a movie, and it's it's fun. Um, like, there's this phrase that my buddy says because every once in a while I teach improv to to kids after school, and it actually today I did that, and so one of the big things that we tell them is like, there's not bad ideas, just you know unexplored ideas. I mean, obviously we all know what bad ideas are, but th- but there are no bad ideas. You know, so if someone's like. I'm a potato farmer, you know, and the other person's like, okay, that's, that's what this scene is about, a potato farmer, you know, it's like, we're, we're going to grow these potatoes, and there it is, and you just dive deeper. Wow, what talented folks, huh? That's Kalinda White and Jarrell O'Neill, very, uh, intriguing folks I came across, Wandering through the hallways. Uh, it's interesting. I come across all kinds of interesting people. Also, thank you to Jay Asang, my fellow Scandinavian brother from Twin Peaks. Thank you for adding your two cents onto the show. Thank you, Henry D. Horse, for the fun facts. Also, Man Behind the Machine, thank you for the calls. Thank you for those messages. I love the audience participation. And being your friend makes it even more... of a treasure. It's fun to collaborate in this way, isn't it? So the Tamagotchi... Uh... The Tamagotchi... I was always fascinated by it. I, I didn't have one... but I had friends who had them. And... It was, it was always interesting to me because the Tamagotchi, it was like they're programmed to be alive. they were programmed to uh, they're programmed to have a mind of their own and to uh, want things, ask you for things, expect things. I remember uh, one of them was a dog. I don't know if they all were dogs, which is interesting. Right when I walked around this corner, there was a guy walking a dog. Um, these synchronicities are going to amplify. I just know it. Ever since watching Hellier, by the way, you've got to watch Hellier. Hellier, Hellier, Hellier. Watch it. It's free. It's on YouTube. It's a free thing. It'll explode your brain. If you, if you appreciate synchronicities as much as I do, you, you will appreciate There's no doubt about that. It's astounding. If you appreciate UFO stuff, if you like cryptozoology, we're talking Bigfoot, all that stuff, UFOs, you're going to love this. If you're just someone who's curious and you're just very skeptical, it's also very fun to watch. Just treat it like science fiction. Makes it much easier to digest that way for the skeptics and the cynics in the house. Just look at this stuff like it's science fiction. No harm, no foul. But don't get in the way of those who are investigating it. Uh, If anything, keep encouraging them. Just to show them, you know, just to keep proving them right. Or who knows what, I don't know. It just, it doesn't have to come from this ego. Hellier, hellier, hellier. They deal with so much synchronicities in there I love it I have never, I have not seen a show that highlights synchronicities as much as I've seen this show highlight them and, and then when you combine the fact that it has to do with look, following little goblins through uh, Kentucky now you're like what the hell this is crazy so check out Hellier I'm going to start seeing a lot more synchronicities more often now uh, to get back to the Tamagotchi never had my own however not too long ago. In fact, I haven't used it in a long time. I'm thinking about deleting the app. It takes up a lot of space. It's intriguing, though. It's a lot of fun. It's Westworld. Westworld. I went down the Westworld rabbit hole. That's another fascinating one. Westworld. Fascinating rabbit hole. And they have basically, if you want to call it this, it's a Tamagotchi. It's a little world you're kind of keeping together. I guess Sims... The game Sims is kind of a Tamagotchi, right? Because you're feeding these little folks. You're feeding these little people. They're relying on you. They're relying on you to tell them when to go to the bathroom, when to clean the fish tank, uh, when to wash the dishes. They're relying on you, dear overseer. They're relying on you, dear higher mind. intriguing a number of years ago uh, oh yes anyway to get back to the Tamagotchi yeah Westworld I think that's the thing like with video games these little people are uh, programmed to feel that pain they're programmed to their you know their arm gets blown off or they get shot in the side or who knows what that that uh, aspect that's there those little people they're programmed to, to feel that and although we don't feel it, that doesn't mean that they don't feel it. They feel it. So I was thinking about this when I was walking through uh, Red Dead Redemption or Undead Nightmare. I, was just, I just suddenly started acting like a jerk, just started killing all these people inside the town. And then I started feeling remorse about it, thinking, I don't want to be killing these little people. I have no reason to be killing these little people. And then what prompted me to kill the little people? Just to see what would happen, just to see how my dynamite would react when exploding a, a little crowd of, uh, of uh, what was it, missionaries of some sort, the groundskeepers of a missionary, of, of a uh, sanctuary, whatever you call them, for the nuns, not monastery, a house, a house of the Lord, <laughs> a house of the Lord. Oh, I smell some garlic. There's this new uh, bar that just opened by here, which I've not been to. However, to get back to Tamagotchis, I think the thing is is that uh, they they're programmed they're programmed to do that, so they're feeling it. You know, if that little if that little uh, if that little pixel pixel dog. If that little 8-bit dog wants you to throw the Frisbee, it really wants you to throw the Frisbee. It's programmed that way. It has no choice. Oh, by the way, at the Yachtley Cruise show the other night at the Viper Room, Mario Lopez did not show up like he said he was going to. The interesting thing was Michael Rosenbaum, who plays Lex Luthor on uh, Smallville, he was there, which was fa- fantastic. I got to meet him Talked to him about how my brother and I would watch Smallville when he moved out to California, and uh, he was there. So was uh, some guy from Reno 911. Some other other folks. Oh, Harlan Harlan Williams. He was there. I think you've seen him in uh, Andy Andy Adam Sandler films. There was a woman carrying a thing on a uh, little rack, a little dolly there. And it was sparkled. It looked like an amplifier. It had that speaker material about it. You know, the amplifiers, they got that sort of like that speaker material about it. You see the little cross-stitching? Well, this one had a bunch of... Uh, it was sparkling. It was amazing. I mean, glittering, really. So the way that the sun was hitting it, it looked like... I mean, it really looked like something that you'd see uh, in those old sci-fi movies where the sky... Is completely glittering. So, thank you for listening to Inspirato Projecto. I'm now on my way to Ryan McGonigal's house. Actually, first to the Rite Aid over there by Hollywood and Highland. Uh, Then I'm going to, uh, what is that, Sunset? Sunset. Dave Ushansky picking me up driving out to Ryan McGonagall's house for the Super Bowl, where I plan on getting a lot more interviews, a lot of podcasting done. These uh, get-togethers are ripe for podcasting because there's so many people there to interview. So, from now on, folks, between you and me, I go to these places. I'm going to say I'm here on behalf of Inspirado Projecto. I've been assigned to cover this event and there you go (laughs) there you go so it gives this idea you know it's like an umbrella it's like a company it's like this unseen legion all these phantoms who are on your side just this legion of people, like when you see those commercials for uh, insurance, car insurance companies or something, and then you see in it, they go, we're on your side. So it gives you this feeling that they're right there with you. You get in that accident, they are right there with you, standing looking at those fenders, examining the fender bender, and, and, and calculating the mathematical uh, uh, proofs Necessary to solve the equation. So. You are. This is painted on in one of these uh, electrical boxes. It might be L. However I like to view it as you are. You are. You are. What if that was all that was given to you? As a piece of advice. You go to meet the, the main you know, wizard. At the, uh, you go into that, you know, you you get done through this big crazy quest, then you meet up with a wizard who's there, and then, you know, you're waiting for this big piece of wisdom, this big piece of, like, philosophical truth, this huge key to the universe that will just unlock all these answers. you go there and he says, you are, it's very profound because such a, such a, what may seem like simple or generic piece of advice, what's beautiful about that is that it's up to the listener as to how they want to apply that knowledge. The listener decides, how do I want, well, how do I want to think of this? You know? How do I want to view this? There's a lot of hubbub going on over here. Red carpet of sorts. people walking out here. Excuse me, what are you guys standing in line for? I, re- I represent game. a podcast. What, you guys are here for the game? Yep, we're here for the game. Oh, I thought you were here for autograph signings. No, not here for the game. It looks like that kind of line, right?
1: Cowboys. Yeah, it's that
2: kind of line. Well, uh, congratulations on having your team win. What team are you hoping will win? Uh, the hoping the Rams will win, LA fans. Dig it. Dude, congratulations. So this long line, it turns out they're all there to see the game. The thing, it looks like they were standing in line to uh, get on the, uh, what was that? Oh, yeah, that ride that we went on with my sister and my mom when she was in town. Soaring. I think that's what it was called, Soaring. It's like one of those kinds of lines. See, there's a huge news, uh, conundrum happening out there, a news truck, and uh, C- CBS, maybe. They're out there, seeing what's going on at the, uh, at, at the, uh, at these, at the location. We're about to go down into the. to go down into the subway. See, people are just littering these days. Isn't that crazy? This person just threw this water bottle. Not even worrying about trying to put it in a proper receptacle. Incredible. That would be something to interview people about. Like, oh, I just noticed you litter. What? What? Um, I'm going to make you famous. What are your reasons for doing that? Oh, there's a cowboy standing out here at the subway. All right, I'm going to go over and out. Take care.